What is up, everybody? We're back for another episode of Eat When You Can, Sleep When You Can, and Don't Mess With The Pancreas. Oh, wait, did I say that wrong? You, you fucked it up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm what still on the PG-13 version. Yeah, we haven't we haven't released a, a kid's show yet, but you're getting ready for it. I Every guess. time it asks me actually on the Buzzsprout thing, which is what we use, by the way. We use Buzzsprout to put all these out there. It makes it easy on our lives. It says, does this contain... Um, you know, adult content. I, I really don't know what to put. I mean, yeah. But we don't the, really say, we only say it once in the title. You say it in the title and in the outro, and we talk about pretty graphic stuff sometimes. Like what? I don't know. Surgery, procedures, cutting people, <laughs> cutting <laughs> people open. <laughs> that makes me think of that patient interaction you had one time. <laughs> I don't know. The, the guy was like, I need some help. I'm like, all right, man, what you need? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was like I need some money. Yeah, I was like, "What? Do you, what?" Do you, he's like, "I, I need a boat." <laughs> like, sir, you're you're in the ICU, strapped to the bed. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, he asked me if I had any cash on me. I was like, "All right, I have to leave." Yeah, and the answer is also no. I broke his shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, we're gonna do. What are we doing here, Doc? I think we're doing a little rapid fire. Rapid fire, poopery. Yeah, poopery. Dull. <laughs> Part dos, two. Dos. We've had one of Nas, these before. Dos. I thought it was kind of funny, so we'll do another one. Okay. Who's first? Eat when you can, sleep when you can, don't fuck with the pancreas, potpourri part two. <laughs> Dr. Buttress, go. You had to make up for your your first intro. All right, first one, start us off. What no. is... <laughs> <laughs> what he, just, he, just spent, he just spent five minutes over there writing his questions, getting them so ready, and I haven't done nothing. In fact, I've been See, watching the LSU game because it's a 5-5 game in the bottom of the 10th right now against Georgia. Okay, and LSU's yeah. been playing like crap You're, you're just angry they blew the lead. Yeah. All right. No, I spent five minutes mostly staring at this piece of paper because I couldn't think of it. So it's but, empty. So you're no, making up the yeah, question yeah, right this now. This is coming off the couch. All right, let me hear. Poopery, part right. two, What's number the most, one. What is the most nerve-wracking procedure you do that you have to do? When you know you have to go do something, you're like, shit. Because you know it's you know a, a, a sphincter tightening procedure. What do you think? Sphincter it is? tightening. So wait, that's two different things. though. nerve wracking and sphincter tightening are very different. All right, fine. You so yeah, I, yeah. I need a yeah. I need to know. All right, n- nerve wracking. Nerve wracking. The most nerve wracking procedure that I have to do. Um, colonoscopy. You think so? Yeah. Why? There's nothing fun about it. <laughs> It's it's driving a snake through a colon. I mean that's and, and, and it's the most frustrating thing in the world when you push forward and the camera goes backwards. That is that is you don't understand the level of frustration that occurs when you are literally pushing the camera farther in and this, the camera is backing away in the screen. No one understands that until you've actually done one of these things. No, the frustrating part of it, actually the nerve-wracking part of it is when you do that, and I've gotten pretty good at it, I'm not going to lie, I've gotten pretty decent at them, but when you're doing that, like especially early, early on, when you're doing that and you're like really timid and you're just doing that over and you keep pushing, it keeps coming backwards, and the attending same high, like, push, go forward, and you're like, I'm pushing. I'm pushing. <laughs> I'm and, pushing. And so the attending's finally like, after five minutes of watching you do this, and the camera continues to come backwards each time, the attending takes over. The attending literally pushes forward. The camera goes forward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sir. It's like, I, I don't... I've yeah. come to learn what I come to learn what they do. They actually stiff, so you can stiffen up the scope. You know, there's like I didn't know that early on. So you can stiff. So they'll get in there and you don't see them do. They're just getting in there to do a quick little stiff, and then they'll push that sucker in because they have a little bit more. You know, they're not as timid as us. They'll like no, push. I that think thing I think there. there's a secret pedal that only goes on their side of the bed. They press on that, and all of a sudden it advances. Yeah, the <laughs> they camera don't tell goes you about that. Backwards. <laughs> that is definitely the most nerve wracking. Gotcha. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just 
like I'm never going to do that in my practice. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like it's I know I, it's, I know it's beneficial to do like endoscopy and stuff and learn it, and it's not ever going to oh, hurt yeah. your skills and stuff. But like I'm never going to do that. I just have no interest in holding that thing. And every attending's different. Some's like I only want you to use this finger and this finger on the wheel. Some's like hey, I want you to use your other hand on the wheel. Some's like oh, I want you to hold it like this over your shoulder. I want you to hold it in front of you. I want you to do this. And you have other attendings who want two people to do the whole procedure. Mm-hmm. One's driving, one's advancing scope, and it's like yeah, yeah. let me. If I'm if it's up to me, like I'm just gonna have to, I like the two per, two person method. Like I'm gonna tell you sure. when to drive forward, when to come back, and just let me use both hands to steer this sucker. We can be done a lot quicker. Yeah. It's yeah. good to get good at it, though. I mean, I watch. We've had like cases where we have GI come in and they'll do a scope while we're doing something else. Holy hell! When when those guys are just doing endoscopy, their whole like the whole day. That's all they do all week. It's insane how fast, efficient. Like they know all the tricks. They get to the cecum in like forty five seconds. It's insane. Yeah. Well, that's how it's supposed to be. That's something. Yeah. That, that's what they do all day. That's wild. That is definitely most nerve wracking. All right. Um, favorite spot in the hospital to do notes. That's a good one. There's a few good places. Um, it also depends what time of day I'm doing them. But I like, honestly, I like the critical care call room because it's cozy. It has a space heater. Uh, no one really comes in there, and so you can just really be at peace and there's no distractions and you can cruise through some stuff i think that'd be my favorite how about you i I do agree with the time of day changes things um in the morning i usually just knock out most of my stuff on whatever floor the majority of my patients are on so i make it pretty easy if if like when i'm in the icus if they're all like if majority of them in nti i'm just gonna sit in nti and do it if the majority of them in si i'm gonna sit in si and do it when I'm on this rotation, the majority of my patients are on the eighth floor or the ninth floor. I'm sitting on one of those floors because all my patients are right there, so I can just sit right outside the room. If there's anything I see concerning real fast that you know I'm worried about or hear something, then I can just pop right in there. I can talk to the nurses right then and there about these patients. That's the, that's the best in the morning. Um, after that, um, I like to find places where you know I can just kind of relax, just me using most of the time drink my coffee. So there's multiple places in the hospital. Right now, I've been using Plaza because I do a lot of surgeries in there, and there's like four little computers, and usually no one's ever in there as well. So you can sit mm-hmm. in one of those computers, kind of a little cubby area, do it. Um, I also like to use a little secret spot in, in our star unit that's in the back that has a few hidden computers that was built for us. That was recently discovered. Yeah, it was, which is a nice little spot. Um, I don't know. Something about doing it on the floor where there's nurses with, of patients that you're taking care of, this is especially true in the ICU, is that you will get sidelined at <laughs> throughout the day by if you're at a computer, you sit down. You're like, okay, I got five notes to do. Twenty seconds goes by. Hey, Doctor Buttress, I, I, so, couple things. One, they start a <laughs> list of questions that they and a couple other nurses have, and you're like, you, you just can't be efficient. I think if you're getting stopped with questions and uh, also like monitors are going off behind yes. you, your patients, you know, heart rates dinging behind you, and uh, it's really hard to stay focused and actually get stuff done if you're sitting right in the ICU or sitting on the floor near your patients. So. I do try to separate myself. I'm like strictly trying to get some work done. Um, if they need me, they can call That's what me. I'm I like me, to kind of yeah, I like to be where I'm by myself and it's quiet and I can get it done. After I'm done with the majority of that stuff, if it's like little things like following up on, I don't mind just sitting wherever in Sky yeah. or totally in agree. the ICUs or up on the floors. It doesn't matter. Seventh floor, I don't care. I'll just sit wherever I have a computer. All right. Uh, next, what was the worst year of med school? Um. Probably second year. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, probably second year. Yeah. First year is first year is exciting because you're just excited to be in med school. Like you still have that little bit of excitement. Like I finally did it. I finally made it. You're getting to meet all these new people, all your new that are becoming your best friends for life. 
you know, you're you're probably going out a lot. You, you're still young. You're still, you know, you do you take all these eight, ten weeks of studying. You take all these exams on the same day, and you go out and party it up that night, have a good time. Second year, things start to slow down a little bit. More people are preparing for step exams and stuff, and like mm-hmm. starting to take that stuff a little more serious. And um, you know, not as much. I feel like the class like doesn't do as much together anymore. People like now maybe have more serious relationships. All those things. Third year is a little more exciting because you go into the clinicals now, into the rotations. That's like something different. And then fourth year is one of the, I mean, fourth year, but first year and fourth year is the two best years for sure. Fourth yeah. year is the best fourth, because it's like yeah. you're just an acting intern. By then, you know what you want to do. You know what you want to do. Yeah. You've already, you know, you, you know, you're getting apply to get accepted for that stuff, getting the interview and get, go through that exciting time. You're getting to work as an acting intern, which at LSU where I was at was awesome because I literally was a functioning intern. I mean, I did everything the interns did, which is yeah. really nice. Um, that's how they treated you there and I loved it and it's a great experience. And then you just get months off, which I've already talked about before on this podcast. And I had months to spend at the beach, months to spend in the hunting camp. It was amazing. It's like, dude, I just put my head down for three and a half years of med school and these last five months, I literally got to spend thirty days in a tree stand, you know, like hunting every single best. day. Like it was 100%. awesome. Then at the beach, multiple trips. I mean it was um, and seeing family, like it's just it was great. Yeah. Agreed. Not even a question. Yeah. What about you? Oh, uh, second year, hundred percent is the worst. Yeah, because it contained dedicated. That's hilarious that we agree with that, and we didn't even discuss this beforehand. No, one hundred percent because st- step one is just looming on the horizon that whole year. Um, as you said, st- first year you still have that excitement, that little like that little fire inside, which I mean, you still have that passion the whole time. You don't go into it to just you know to lose that passion immediately. But um, I think the the stress and the, the workload catch up, and it gets a little bit tougher. Especially yeah. mentally, but second year's worst. Yeah, for sure. So I've been thinking about this one for poopery. I actually didn't know what to what to put it on, um, what episode to put it on. But I figured the the listeners need to have this insider information about me and you. So I'm gonna propose this that for the for for you know the next few seconds, me and you have to speak in some of the voices that we talk in at work, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Well, ha- problem is half of them I'm like imitating attendings. I can't do that. Well, no, but no, but not the ones like that. Like just some of the other ones. But I mean, we do. Yeah, we do do imitations, which are funny. But I'm talking about we talk like this. <laughs> that's the one. No, that's the one you're like imitating one of those little alien things from Toy Story. The claw. <laughs> We're walking down the wards talking like that. Shit. No. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't. Uh, audition for megatron <laughs> holy hell <laughs> you got me on camera saying that what was i saying Let oh no. <laughs> you were you were dictating <laughs> uh, you were dictating like a lap coley and you did the whole thing in the megatron voice and the dragon system the dict- dictaphone worked <laughs> it was like picking all of it up you're like it's me <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, there's a little insider for y'all. If you're ever around us at the hospitals, you know, and it's more more private than in you know than all around patient rooms and stuff. But me and me and Doctor Butchers try to make days as fun as we can. And we if we're if we're By together, morons. Yeah, if we're together, then we are going to definitely be cracking up and having some fun and and you know stupid voices and stupid noises and everything else you can imagine. Just make each other just laugh. There's no there's never a day. When are we getting lunch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They may not find any of this funny, but holy hell, it makes the day go by so much faster yeah. if you're not just, you know, thinking about the sad shit at work. Well, it's poopery, dude. I get to say whatever I want. This is all of our surgery it's, stuff. It's poopery. Your turn. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. I got I to gotta go. There's, there's only okay. one answer to this question, but we'll see mm-hmm. if we get it right. 
What's the most awkward moment in a trauma? And you're the intern. And you're wearing two gloves. Yeah, I mean, I know you're looking for the rectal exam here. <laughs> I feel like the more awkward moment is whenever you forgot lube for, <laughs> I, for the rectal exam. Yeah, we have to bring on one of our ortho residents who they rotate on trauma. He has a story in, uh, involving that, and it is yeah. absolutely hysterical. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. But yeah, Just thankfully sure, I haven't sure, done that yet. Yeah, make sure that, you, you know, there's always <laughs> lube in the cabinets. I usually grab a few of them and I put them at the, the foot of the bed and maybe one like in a glove or something. That way they always have access to one. Yeah. And, and part of and part of that exam is just is uh you know checking neurologic status on some of these people that may be obtunded or not totally with it and can't do simple tasks like you know squeezing your glutes together to prove to us that you don't have some spinal cord injury. One of the things we can check for is rectal tone, and that's just a quick exam to make sure that they haven't lost some you know tone down there, and that could be yeah. indicative of some lower spinal cord injury. So or a gunshot wound to the pelvis or yeah, abdomen blood. or yeah, legs. Always, you have to check and make sure there's not a rectal injury. Make sure there's right. no blood. Exactly, it's it's multifaceted. So, so yeah, well, people joke about you know the the rectal exam as like the you know the Erlanger hello <laughs> when you roll into a trauma bay, but it is actually medically necessary. Uh, oh, one hundred percent. But yeah, I do agree. I do agree. That's a good one. I do All right, agree. Hit me. Okay, you're up. I shall hit you. <laughs> we, the voice segment's over <laughs> with you, with my best shot. <laughs> oh my By the God. way, for those who don't know, Doctor Butchers is like a professional at um movie quotes and like quoting movies and it is just oh, absolutely right. absurd he knows he knows quotes to almost every movie that exists out there and he can just pop them off like there's no tomorrow and it's it's actually very impressive it's bad it's it bad. is impressive yeah i know i if i had spent, i do pretty good with songs like that like i can do pretty good with songs oh, yeah. and lyrics like, but like, music, music artists and like uh song titles you've got it down pat but yeah, when it comes to movies though, and like that mm-hmm. stuff, Doctor Butchers is definitely who you want on your team for any <laughs> for kind of trivia, trivia? Night. Yeah. any kind of trivia night. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, uh, favorite thing to do um, on a Friday night that you're off work here in Chattanooga? That's a good one. Um, I think it would be just going out to one of our favorite spots, uh, whether it be Southside Social or uh, Whiskey Cowgirl. Just going out with the boys, no having a good time. Doubt. That is the best thing to do. No doubt. Doing a little pregame here, starting here. We, we got some darts. Oh, yeah. Man, we'll, we'll get started here. We'll have a little little mini party here. Mm-hmm. Uh, make our way from here with the boys out to you know to downtown and have a little night. Oh, yeah. It's Those are the best. Especially because you know, they're so rare when you get you know a good group of friends together that aren't on call. Um and it's actually on a Saturday, and none of you have to work the next day. I mean, yeah. those are rare. The thing about it, though, is there's so much to do. You know, like, it's hard for you. I know, like, yeah. picking your favorite, like, that's definitely one of our favorite things to do because it's just it's a good time. But there's so much to do. You know, like, yeah. you could we could we could have said golf. You could have said afternoon twilight round of golf. You oh, could have yeah. said, like, um, going to, like, one of the outdoor breweries or something. You know, summer you could have said just going, yeah, a pool. Yeah, going to find, like, one of the pools and just hanging out there. I mean, you know, going take our dogs somewhere like downtown, you know, like we did to the river walk and stuff. I mean, there's just so many things. That's yeah. what I love about the city. It's just, there's, there's never a shortage of things to do. I'm watching right now a fantastic thing happen. And that is, Oh my gosh, dude, come on. Well, LSU got had a chance a to, take, to take the lead and the guy got him out at second. Sad That's times. Tough. That's all right. The game's not over yet. Sad times. You're up. All right. Uh, this one for non-medical people. This would be interesting. So from college to the time you're done, how many years is it? Well, it depends on if you get med school your first trial, which I did not. So finishing college, I graduated in 2014. We're now in 2023. 
I'm set to finish this program in 2027, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. We started in 21. Yep. And if I did a plastics fellowship, that's three more years, so 2030. So 16 years after after college, 2014 to 2030. Yeah, 16 years yeah, it's after college. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. The, the, I mean, if you want to do the math on it, so four years of college, four years of med school, three to seven of residency. Yeah. And find, then, find, find me any other job in the world that trains that long. <laughs> That any, anywhere from that's, that's all training. Yeah. Anywhere from one to four for fellowship. Yeah. And if you're doing certain fellowships, you need a two two year research correct period. Uh, it's it's I, crazy. I, it's gonna be hard pressed to find me anywhere that does 14 years after college. There isn't one. There, there's no such thing. There's no way. We are fools. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Uh, that's that's my. I love that joke when uh, people are like, "Oh, y'all are in medicine. Y'all are really smart." I'm like, no. No, I'm the dumbest in my friend group from college. Yeah. All oh, the yeah. smart ones yeah. went into jobs that they got jobs right after college, started making money. They got every weekend off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They get paid time off. Yeah, don't they don't get, talk to me about they smart. Get, they get paid time off. They got a 401k yeah. right yeah. now. They're got... talking to a dumbass. <laughs> I told them I'm the, sm- I'm the dumbest smart person I know. Yep. Yeah. That, <laughs> that sums it up perfectly, actually. <laughs> nah, man. Medicine's a great field. It has a lot of great benefits, a lot of great perks. It's just... You know, just be prepared and just know this. Why we have this podcast, just know what you're getting into because no matter how great of a field it is, the reality of it is 16 years after college, if you want to go into plastic surgery after a surgery residency and fellowship, and that's assuming that you get in your second, third try. And I know people taking longer to get in for that. And I know people who don't match into fellowship the first time. I know people who don't match into residency the first time. So this is assuming everything goes to plan and you follow the years year by year, which does not happen does not happen to everybody. So, you know, be prepared. You're talking about 12 to 16 to 18 years after college that you are not going to be making good money. You're not going to be having any off time like your friends. You know, you're, you're going to watch all your other friends have jobs, making significantly more money, having a lot more time off, hunting, fishing, spending days at the, spending days. I'm talking about days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, days at the lake and, and grilling and stuff. So just be prepared that those, that's the reality of it. But I will say, you know, you and I go to work and we have, I think, you know, best job in the world. I don't think you go to oh, work there's no doubt. where you have, there's, there's so much that can happen. You get to do so much. You make such a difference. You get to work with your hands every day. And you get to operate. Yeah, you get to work with your hands every, every day. day. I love it. I love yeah. operating. So, no one. Yeah, there's always the flip side. Yeah, no, no one's ever saying that we don't love what we do. We love what we do. I'm just telling you the reality is to get yeah. to do what you love to do, you're going to yeah. be giving up it's, a lot. There's a cost. Yeah, there is a big cost. time it's, cost. It's a big cost, and that's all we want to do. We just want to we want to put the cost out there so you know the cost ahead of time, so there's not any question, and you don't get into it and realize, oh, this is what it costs to get there. Like, no, you heard the podcast. We told you. We told yep. you. I thought it was going to be four years at the college. We told you. Yep. Consider yourself warned. We told you your friends are going to make more money than you for a long time. <laughs> They're going to have a lot more off time. They're going to go to every wedding and every birthday and every family Christmas party and every family vacation, and they're going to get to travel for their 30th birthday, and I'm going to spend it on call at the hospital. Mm-hmm. All my friends went to Hawaii for their 30th birthday, dude, for like a week. Guess where 11 Fairchild was at? Mm-hmm. In the call room, big the, dog. The Baroness. Turn, <laughs> turn 30 in the call room. Guess where I turned 31 this past year? In the call room, big dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where I spent my birthday, in the call room, seeing patients. I mean, like, that's just, um, we're just telling you this because it is what it is. Like, no one's saying anything bad about it. We're just saying, we're just laying out the facts. That's the uh-huh. facts. So, we just want you to know. Yep. And if you can't come there and talk like this. <laughs> or like this. Tasty <laughs> habitat. 
<laughs> if you can't have a good time with your friends there, then it's just going to get long. The days will be long. You got any others for the potpourri? Uh, this round? No, I don't think so. I have one. I got one. I want to shoot hit. it. Go. Because this is hap- this is definitely happening to you. It's definitely happening to me. So you walk in, you're talking to a patient, you're getting history. It's a it's a lady, an older lady, and all of a sudden she starts sudden she starts hitting on you. What what do you do? Smile for the picture. <laughs> Dude, that has happened. Where they've taken their phone, I'd be like, Oh, I got the cutest doctor. I gotta get a photo. You're my doctor. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> what is this? A Chippendales? <laughs> oh yeah, that happened actually. <laughs> Shout out to Dr. Tanner. <laughs> you know, I know the- we love that thing. That's that we were we were all proud of that, man. The the rule book says that you're supposed to, you know, remove yourself from the situation, you know, or redirect the, you know, psycho patient and keep it professional. But it can be really distracting because, I mean, sometimes there's no one else available to, like, see that console. And yeah. you just got to kind of, I don't know, you I usually just, just deal with I it. I usually just smile and just, oh, thank you very much, and then just go on with my exam, you know. Yeah. There's there's a way that you can just handle it. It's, it's fun. It's all in good fun. I mean, it's yeah. uh, that's hilarious. That's a good one, though. Well, it is a good one, and we're still watching the LSU-Georgia games in the bottom of the 11th. It's tied 5-5, to and I haven't started losing my mind yet because we haven't lost yet, so I held it together enough for this episode to finish and to complete Poopery Part 2 of the Surgery Podcast. I think it's probably best we we get out of here before they either lose or it gets so close you're going to start yelling at this TV. (laughs) Or you creep out all the fans. (laughs) (laughs) Like, dude. We're never listening to these two freaking dudes again. Yeah. Well, this is a fun one. Uh, we, we try to have as much fun as we can in this job uh, because otherwise I think you'll drive yourself insane. But uh, shoot us an email. Let us know what you want to hear about next. <laughs> um, and until next time, eat when you can. Sleep when you can. And don't fuck with the pancreas. Don't do it! <laughs> did, you, did, did, you even, did you turn it off yet? Nope. Dude, you're going to deafen everyone. That's so loud. Are you? Hey, y'all, we appreciate y'all listening to today's episode on Don't Fuck With The Pancreas. We hope that you tune in to the next episode. We don't know when it's going to be released. We're so busy. We're just we're putting them out when we get chances to. Uh, we're listening to what you guys tell us. Um, some of y'all send us responses on Instagram. Some of y'all send us direct messages um, on, on TikTok. Whatever it may be, keep reaching out to us. We're going to keep putting this podcast episode out there for you guys. Yeah, email us with episode ideas, with questions you have. Uh, if you want to be featured on an episode, we'd love to have you. If you have something to bring to the table, we'd love to uh, to get you involved in any way possible. Uh, we're, we're posting content on, on TikTok and on Instagram and on YouTube as well. And so continue to tune in, continue to follow us and share it with your friends. Uh, pre-med students, med students, undergrad students, anybody in the general public, we're trying to reach as many as possible to give you an insight on what it is like day in and day out to be a general surgery resident. Yeah, the only way you're going to find this is on this podcast, guys, DFWTP. You have to find it. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, whatever playlist you might use, whatever podcast servicing you use, listen to it there. Check out our Instagram. It's DFW the Pancreas. Check out our TikTok, DFWTP, and you can shoot us on email at dfwthepancreas at gmail.com. Any ideas, anything you want to hear, anything you want from us, let us know. But you got to keep listening. You got to keep sharing it. And y'all tune into the next episode. We'll see you there. Don't fuck with the pancreas.